Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and food and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to change that narrative and build a body you love inside and out. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. We are talking business today and three ways to upgrade your content for more and better lead generation. Before I get into it, if you resonate with anything, please make sure you share this on your socials and with your friends so we can get this amazing information, if I do say so myself, out to more people. So the reason for this episode is conversations with mentees and uh, those of you in my DMs where there's two kind of struggles that are coming up with lead generation. So the first one is a lack of leads coming in at all. And the second one is burnout because you feel as if you're creating lots and lots of content the leads aren't coming in, but you also feel chained somewhat to your social media platforms because it's like, well, if I don't keep producing content, people are going to forget about me and I won't get leads. But it's like, look, to be fair with you, it's your content's not getting any leads anyway, right? So if you've been putting stuff out for six to 12 months with maybe what, five online clients to show for it, we need to change something. And that's what this podcast is all about today. So I want to pretty quickly dive into it. It's three points. So make sure you've got your notepad ready to take some dot points because it's really important to me that you apply this stuff today. You don't just fucking listen to it and like, oh, that's great. And maybe I'll do it in 2023. No, no, no. We need to start applying this now because the quicker you can start implementing something, the quicker you're going to make some mistakes and learn and tweak it and get better. And the quicker you're going to be able to start accumulating hard data. That's the other point too with this whole podcast episode. If you're not taking any data on what you're trying, then to be quite frank with you, it's almost useless. The only way it wouldn't be useless is if it works straight away, then you wouldn't be able to even reverse engineer it to figure out what's working and what's not. So if something breaks in the future or stops working, you'll be in the dark. So Please track this strategy as you start to roll it out over the next 60 to 90 days because this is the way you're going to be able to increase your lead generation. So number one, straight in, invest your time and energy in mediums that work whilst you sleep. Okay, so what do I mean by that? I mean, what we want to do is effectively duplicate yourself all across the interwebs so that when you're sleeping, when you're training, when you're out enjoying dinner, you have you working hard on the interwebs, which is the really, really cool thing, right? And this is the way any advert works, even before social media and the internet. This is how an ad works. You might be at home, but your ads are out in the world speaking to people. It's the coolest thing ever and we are so extremely lucky with the way social media has formed over you know, the last 10 years or whatever so that we can create a piece of content and it just be replaying and replaying and replaying or people can access it whenever they come across it and you can be 
basically selling your service and it could be direct selling, it could just be through showing your expertise, entertaining, whatever it is, but you don't have to be there in that moment to be selling to Hell, it could be millions of people whilst you're sleeping. And you know how there's this whole passive income thing. When we're looking at creating an online business, it, I don't want to say passive income because you had to do the work to put the collateral together to get it out there in the first place. But we want it to be working for us while we're sleeping, right? And this is where some people are getting uh, in a little bit of strife is they're putting so much time and energy into pieces of content or forms of content that don't have the biggest return or biggest bang for your buck in terms of being able to get in front of people three months from now. So I'll just give you an example. If you created an Instagram caption with a stock photo and you posted it today and say you didn't use any hashtags, you didn't use any of the new topic uh, things, tabs that you can use, which is pretty cool now, right? You posted it. It's probably going to have a lifespan of not long. It's probably going to have an, you know, a big push in the first couple of hours and then it's going to start to die off. And then within... Even a week, maybe a bit low. It depends how much you're posting because if you have something up in a week and you only post once, it'll still be at the top of your feed. But for most people, within a week, it's going to lose its likelihood of ever being seen again. And then with every subsequent week, it's less and less likely that it's going to ever be seen again. You can't Google search a caption, okay? So can you see how it's worth doing to an extent, but in terms of slaving away on something like that it's not going to easily be found in the future okay so what is going to be more easily found in the future that's the question you need to ask yourself and you need to ask yourself I would probably do this every three months just to to get an idea of what's happening with the way people are using social media and it probably won't change every three months but it, it could be useful to reflect on that so what am I trying to say here right what I'm trying to say is how easy is it for someone to binge you right now okay can people click on your profile and you can do this click on your profile can people access you on video for hours without you doing anything so just say you go off on a holiday to bali and you want to be uncontactable how easy is it for someone to expend no brain power and find you click on your profile understand that you have places available for coaching Find out almost everything about you, how you work, who you help, get to know, like, and trust you, and actually purchase from you whilst you're not there. How easy is that? How many obstacles or barriers does someone have to get to that place from landing on your profile to signing up with you? Just say your main offer is your online coaching. How many barriers have you got in place for someone to be able to do that? Or how easy is it for someone to be able to do that? So test out now. I want you to click on your Instagram profile. If I wanted to sign up with you right now, could I do that without you having to lift a finger? Because if the answer is no, that's okay. We need to change it though immediately (laughs) or as immediately as possible. How can we get it so that someone has to do very little to be able to join? Okay, 
So why am I talking about video? Number one, it's been incredibly pushed and favored in algorithms across all social media platforms. There's some slight changes with the way things have gone. So like, for example, reels are favoring shorter reels, whereas now TikTok is actually favoring more sit down longer form, which is interesting. And those things will move, but it's still video. Video content is going to be pushed even in Google searches. When you start Google searching things in the years to come, it's going to come up with YouTube shorts, with TikToks, with longer form YouTube videos as the search results. So even 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 Google searches are going to be pushing video content for your answers. You may already see this. When you Google something, you're getting op- video options straight away. So if you're smart and you use keywords, your video content is going to be found when people start searching for particular topics, okay? The other thing about video is it's the fastest way to build no like, and trust factor. No like, and trust is why people buy, okay? People buy from people they know, like, and trust. And I think especially now where I think people are moving away from buying from bigger companies and having less of the personal touch and we're wanting more of a personal touch these days. So being able to create a brand of yourself, a personal brand, I really think is a very smart way to go. Okay. To do this, we need that know, like, and trust video is amazing for that. So I think you're hitting multiple birds by being able to get out there on video. The other thing you're doing is you could say it's a saturated market, but to be fair with you, it's a saturated market of very low quality. But do I say people? I don't mean that. Um, very low quality content, but it's not saturated for the people who are willing to get up consistently on video. Consistently, <laughs> which means week in, week out. Now, you could batch record and go off on holidays for a month and just consistently release content. You can schedule it all. Hell, you could create, you know, you could sit there for a week, create eight YouTube videos in a week, and then take a holiday for two months and schedule them to come out weekly. All right. So there's multiple ways of doing this. As soon as you start to go, oh, but, oh, but, oh, but, oh, but, like, honestly, get resourceful. If you want to create an online business, there is a part of you who has to understand, and this is going to sound wanky as fuck, but entrepreneurship, and that means being resourceful and thinking of ways you can solve problems. If you're not prepared to do that, I'm just going to say this right now, I don't think online business is for you, which is fine. It's fine. But if you want it, we're going to have to be resourceful and think of these things, okay? So... How can you do this right now? You're like, Aim, I actually have none of this stuff. People can't binge me. If I click on my page, it's actually, people don't even know I'm an online coach. People wouldn't know that I have places open. What am I going to do? All right. So of course, first port of call is just making sure, do you have at least two to three amazing results from clients? Or it can be including yourself. One of the three could be yourself to start to showcase that you have a proven method. So even before all of the stuff that I'm talking about today in terms of content, just make sure you've got at least two to three results that that you can showcase online because we need to be pushing them somewhere as well in this content. Again, it's okay if yours is one of them, but we need them. And if you don't have them, I would be offering them like crazy, potentially even offering a giveaway of a place for free to get that amazing result. I did this. I did a free... Um, 
coaching actually did, I think, multiple free coachings really, really early on years and years ago, just to get my skills in the game of how to do, how to work with someone online, because it is different to -to face-to-face for sure. And also just the results coming through, like a testimonial for my online work, photos for my online work and all of that. Okay. So that's like point or step 0.5, but step one How would I do this right now? So I'm going to want to invest my time and energy in avenues that are longer standing. So what is this going to be? At the moment, it is going to be things like reels to an extent because they can come back in time. But I would be thinking of using keywords in there and hashtags. TikTok as well. TikTok has um, great search engine availability depending on the keywords you're using in your captions and on the photo and in hashtags. And so like if you Google a topic, TikToks come up. Also, YouTube videos are a great great way to do this as well. The highlights on your Instagram stories, if you don't want to venture into TikTok or YouTube, the highlights on your Instagram stories. So someone lands on your profile, they'll be able to see those. They won't disappear. So get some cool highlights coming up. At the very least, these testimonials of your clients, but then also you speaking about your coaching method. Get that up there on your highlights. Why it's so good, the benefits to the person, why you created, who it helps, okay? And and then from there, that's, that's what I would be thinking about. I would be thinking about highlights. And then from there, if you potentially have the capacity for it, I would be thinking of using that link in your bio to link to some videos that you can. You can just upload them on YouTube and put direct links. You can create a link tree and get some videos up on YouTube using keywords that your clients will be searching, which brings us to point number two is make sure you're specifically describing how your content, how your client's problems manifest in their life or in their mind in vivid detail, okay? So the content that you're producing has to specifically describe how your client's problems are manifesting in their life or in their mind in vivid detail. Because if you're just doing number one, which is, okay, I'm investing my time and energy showing up on social media, which I know is a lot of you, and you are creating some of these things, you're doing highlights, you're doing videos, you're doing reels, you're doing these search engine optimized uh, mediums, you're using them, sorry, but then you fall down on point number two. You're not specifically describing how your client's problems manifest in their life or in their mind because it feels offensive to you. It feels, maybe you say it feels manipulative to you. Maybe you're scared to actually hold a mirror up to your client's basically worst fears and show them Or there's some issues with like imposter syndrome, okay? So you feel like, well, I can only say very basic, vanilla, boring stuff that everyone else is saying because I'm too scared to say anything else. What if another person calls me out? What if someone in my DMs tells me I'm being offensive? What if people unfollow me because I don't think that they can handle the truth? Okay, so let's get through this. How would I do this? Number one, note down your client's biggest struggles, but in the words that they use. 
So you might know what the problem is from a coaching perspective, but your clients don't realize it's that. So for example, I know my client's biggest problem is that they engage in fat dieting. That's not my client's problem. They don't think that they have a problem engaging in fat dieting. They hate their body. Can you see the difference? So when you're going through looking at your what are your clients struggling with, what do they need help with? If you start out writing from your perspective, that's okay, but we need to shift it to, well, what, what, how do my clients voice their opinion? So for example, your client's biggest problem might be they're searching for ab workouts, right? We know it's because they're actually looking for a reduction in overall body fat. But if we only talk about that and we miss using the phrases of like ab workouts or ab days or whatever, we're going to miss them. We're going to go totally over their head because then they don't understand that that's their problem. So make sure when you're identifying their problems, you're doing it from their perspective, not from your perspective. And again, it's okay if you if you write them all out first and you need to change them. That's totally fine. But do make sure you're reflecting on the problem and going, is this what Sarah would actually say? No, she wouldn't. She would say, aim, can I have an ab day? Not aim, can I lose body fat? She actually wouldn't be saying that because she doesn't think that's her problem. She thinks she needs to do more crunches. I think that makes sense to you guys. So number two, how does that struggle or problem specifically manifest in their day-to-day life without watering it down? And I'll give you an example of this. So the other day I went to write a caption saying that um, your goal body won't fix what you hate about your life, but that was actually watering it down. What I really wanted to say was what you hate about yourself. So your life is not as close to home as yourself. And to me, there was a gut feeling like if I say this, I'm holding a mirror up and people are not going to want to see it and they're going to get very uncomfortable and they're going to unfollow. Like that was a subconscious thing that went on in my head and I caught it and I deleted it and I wrote what you, your goal body isn't going to fix what you hate about yourself. Because I was like, that's the problem. It's your life is close, but yourself is the real problem. Okay, and again, that might come across to some people as too much and they don't want to admit to that, so they unfollow. That's fine. There's going to be people who are like, actually, this is it. This is it. And I need to take a listen to what Amy's saying. I need to start following her content more. She's right on the money. She knows me. Okay, so don't water it down. And you will need to practice this because a lot of us are in the habit of watering it down. And when I look from my mentoring Instagram page at the people who I do converse with or who are following me and I do look at your content, what I do see across the board is super, super vanilla stuff. Very, very, it's always high level motivational stuff. High level motivational stuff is fine, but we need to go deeper than that more. So we can do just a quote about, you know, fucking seize the Monday or, you know, it's okay to fail. Like that stuff is fucking fine, but we need more of the real stuff. What are they terrified of failing at? Who are they afraid of disappointing? What's the specific situation that's happened to them that's upset them? What's the specific manifestation of their struggle? Be very, very specific, okay? So from there, 
I would then record three speaking Instagram stories on those specific struggles, specifically detailing how it manifested, but then of course, how you can help solve it. And I would record them. I would post them on stories. You could do three consecutive days if you like. You don't have to do it all in the one day. Three consecutive days, then save them to your highlights with like the key word of the struggle in the um, as a highlight title. Okay, so whatever that whatever that could be, uh, you know, ab workouts, <laughs> or I'm I'm trying to think off the top of my head of what they would specifically be. For mine, it would be maybe perfectionism could be a title it could be I don't do this but it could be like binge eating if that's something you that you work with people with whatever it is that's a way you've got three highlights now on the biggest problems that your clients face they can see you speak on it they can see how you solve it maybe you even have your case study testimonials to say this is how I work through And then at the end of that, you're going to say, DM me so we can chat about how I can specifically help you. So they're going to live on your Instagram profile. So as soon as someone comes on, they're going to see the title, which is going to attract them because it's going to be a big pain point that they have, or it could be a pleasure point, either one. And they're going to click on it. They're going to be able to watch the story even while you're sleeping, even while you're not advertising these stories. And when they get to the end of it, they're going to see that you say, you, you offer the invite to reach out. So it's, you know, DM me if you're struggling with this and we can chat. So can you see how we've created something that you don't have to record that every fucking week? It's on your Instagram profile, immediately, easily accessible. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about, things living longer than you. And every time someone clicks on that and watches it, they're going to see you offer to work with them, offer for them to work with you, sorry. Okay. Uh, And I've got my little notes in front of me and I said, as a bonus, if you've got a case study example, you can use that as proof. I already said that, okay, to show that you know what you're talking about when it comes to this specific struggle, all right? So that's what I would do. Then if you've got a website, like I said before, you can upload these videos. So whenever someone gets curious, they click on the link in your bio, they can start to watch you. They can start to binge you, okay? So we can't rely on what you're saying from this is we just can't rely on renewing your energy every single day. If your Instagram strategy clocks over brand new first thing in the morning, you're going to run out of steam. You're totally going to run out of steam. So what we want to think about is how can you duplicate yourself as much as you can? So you were running all around the internet, effectively selling to people whilst you're sleeping. It's very easy for people to find you, to binge you, to know that you have places open to work with you and they know how to sign up and it takes no brain power for them to do it. The more things that they have to do to do that, the less likely they're going to be to do it. So you can even ask a trusted friend, can you just click on my profile and tell me within 60 seconds, can you sign up with me? Okay, because if they can't, need to figure that out. So that's also thinking a little bit about the user experience when they're coming onto your profile. Are your testimonials all the way down the end of your highlights and you've got, you know, the first three are random holidays from three years ago that do nothing for your business. Get them off. (laughs) Get them off or at least down, down the arse end of your highlights list, Okay. When someone comes, we need to be able to see like the testimonials and proof of concept that 
you get results and people love to work with you. We need to be able to see that how to work with you. And then we need to be able to start to, to binge you so that we can know, like, and trust you in relation to, we believe that you're the person who can help us with our specific set of problems. Okay. That's, that's just remember that. Keep it really simple. And if there's anything that's not serving that, we need to ask ourselves, why are we doing that? Okay, so just to summarize those first two, because they're very important. Invest your time and energy in mediums that work whilst you sleep. If it's something like just an Instagram caption that is only going to have a lifespan of maybe two hours to a week, it's fine to do. And I'm not saying don't do static feed posts. They are valuable. And especially if they get lots of shares and saves, they're great. But we need to have something else in our strategy that lives whilst, or sorry, that's playing whilst you're sleeping, that's selling for you whilst you're sleeping. We don't want to have to rely on us showing up every single day to sell. We want to have someone doing that for us. We want to have us in video doing that for us. I'll give you an example. I've got 50 something podcasts. Not, not all of them have a direct offer to work with me. But a fair few of them do. Somewhere in the episode, I'm saying, and if you want to work with me on coaching, for with coaching, DM me on my Instagram. And there's a link in the show notes to do that, okay? So that's an example of me. There's 50 episodes up there. I'm sleeping, people listening to the podcast and hearing me offer for them to work with me, okay? So just think about how can you do that on your profile? How can you use your time effectively to do that so that you can take plenty of time off and older versions of you that are on the Instawebs are running around working for you? Okay. This could even be something super, this is super fun for me, but this could even be a, a link to a masterclass that you have where someone has to enter their details to get it. And in the masterclass throughout it and at the end, you're offering your services and it's on a very specific pain point and you're offering extremely, incredibly helpful and valuable information on there. This is a, that's a really important point. So the second one was to specifically describe how your client's problems manifest in their life in vivid detail. So they're like, oh my God, that's me. But also for what you're doing, you want to and or either be providing the like the process of how you've solved it and or showing that you can solve it, right? So it is providing lots of value to them. Okay, so that's the first two. Get cracking on that, okay? Because showing up with all this throwaway content is just going to burn you out. And it means that you'll be stressed when you're taking time off because basically everything shuts down. If you're not on Instagram or your socials, everything shuts down when you're not there. We don't want that. We want people to almost have like no idea that that's happening because there are always things working for you. All right. Number three, I've called it embodied documentation. So I just want to ask you, who do you love following? And can you tell when someone's lacking confidence in their message? Because, sorry, and who do you follow but don't buy from? And why not? So what do I mean by embodied documentation? Documentation is something that Gary Vee pushes heaps, which is don't create document. And 
if we are actually not doing anything that we're coaching on in any way, shape or form and completely living at odds with that, we're going to have to create. If we are the embodiment of the results our clients want to get, all we need to do is document. So it's like, whether it's writing or video, just turning the video on and just showing what you're doing throughout your day, it's going to take less energy than having to sit down and create something. So when we're embodied, and by embodied, I mean we are a billboard for our brand and the outcomes our clients want, not even our outcomes the clients want, who they have to be to get the results. We are that who, we are them, we are the embodiment of the results documentation becomes way easier, okay? And it's like, who are your competitors and why are they successful? More often than not, and sometimes this can be a total facade, but more often than not, it's because the way that they show up is a walking billboard for the outcomes that their clients want. Now, embodiment isn't woo-woo, and it's just... The people, whether they're qualified or not, believing that they're worthy of the results that they can get, okay? Because if you believe that you 100% can get your client's results, if you truly believe that, you're walking around like it and it's the easiest thing for you in the world to do as well, it's going to communicate across socials. So I get it might be frustrating to hear, but I'm going to break it down for you in terms of a fitness sense so you can relate if it's still seeming a little bit too far away, okay? But it's like with your physique or strength, there's going to be a few things that you believe to be true, right? With your own training. So it's probably going to be like you can get results pretty easily. There's zero doubt in your mind about it. And you know the power is yours and there's no magic secret, right? Your clients aren't there yet. They think that there's a magic secret. They're doubting everything, okay? And you probably think it's like pretty straightforward. You're not stressing out. You're not second guessing. So I'm really explaining my experience, my trajectory from pre being a personal trainer and post being a personal trainer. A lot a lot of stuff happened for me in 2016, which is when both of those things happened. But pre that, I thought it was a magic thing. I thought it was for other people and not me, I never thought that getting the goal physique and strength and all those things was going to actually be very simple and straightforward. I just had to let it let go a whole lot of emotional shit. Now that I'm in where I am, it's easy. Like I, no diet ever worried, no deficit phase ever stresses me out. I don't, it just doesn't even occur in my brain to be a stressor. It's very easy for me to do. Super simple, straightforward. I have no food issues, no body image issues. Couldn't give a fuck about so many things that I used to be so stressed about. And it's like, I don't actually advertise fat loss too much. But if I was going to, it's the easiest thing in the world for me to do. You know, document food. There'd be just no effort to it whatsoever. Okay. So if there are any gaps missing from this for yourself, we need to start cleaning them up. Okay, so if you are trying to offer a service for an outcome and you haven't quite yet mastered it and you've got a whole lot of hangups, it is going to come across in your social media. So that is something that we need to work on. All right. 
if we're struggling with a whole bunch of things, it will come across. Again, it's okay, but we need to, to work on it. Or we, maybe we need to slightly change our niche into an area that we do feel completely confident in. And that's fine too. So I was speaking to a client, uh, a mentee the other day, and they were just talking about some food issues that they had. And yet they are trying to sell on this spe- on this specific topic. And I get that it can be hard with the embodied documentation, we don't need to be too many steps ahead, but we definitely do need to be at least one step ahead of the people who we're helping. The way we're going to be able to coach through that is going to be just so much um, more efficient and helpful to them if we have dealt with it. So you might look at potentially just slightly changing your niche if you don't feel comfortable on a specific topic just yet, which is fine. Okay. But we need to really have a look at the embodiment of our message because we are a walking billboard for it. And again, I don't mean you need to be like super shredded if you want to coach people in fat loss, but I would suggest that we would have had to have done it at least once to understand and be able to coach someone through it. Uh, But at the same time, we would be at least documenting even how we're coaching others through it, right? Even if you're not doing it yourself, it would be often speaking about so I spoke to my client about xyz so I spoke to my client about xyz and showing that so think about embodied documentation rather than creating from a false persona it's going to be so much less energy for you to do this and again this is where maybe you might need to tweak your niche slightly the next thing I wanted to talk about with this whole embodiment documentation thing where I think some people get caught up when they actually haven't moved through the issue their clients are struggling with themselves. So they're still actually struggling with the same issues their clients are struggling with. And from not from a step above, I, that's for want of a better word, you know, not being a couple steps in front. So the issue is, and this comes from a book called The Story Brand by Donald Miller, I believe. And if you've ever seen The Hunger Games, you'll know that the hero is a woman called Katniss and her guide is a man called Hamish. And a big, big, big mistake that I'm seeing specifically in those people I'm interacting with on my Instagram for my mentoring page is you are Katniss on your page. You are the hero. You're positioning yourself as your as the hero. This creates potentially fans. It can get some clients, but to be fair with you, your audience doesn't want to be coached by the hero. They want to be coached and guided by Hamish. This is, like I said, explained very well in building your story brand. People don't want the hero. They want the guide. So it's like you could think about um, some kind of hero. It's like you want to know who their coach is, who their guide is. You want to go to the top, right? (laughs) So have a think about this. Are you positioning yourself on your socials as Katniss, not as Hamish? Okay. Your audience need to feel as if you're going to guide them along their own journey. Your audience is the hero, not you. So if you're continually showing up saying, oh my God, you know, I didn't want to go to the gym today, but I went, that's you as the hero. Oh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do this today, but I did it. I didn't want to you know, I was scared to do this PB, but I did it. You're the hero in that story. How can you use the same piece of information or content, but position yourself as the guide? 
it would be, I was talking to a client today and we were talking through how she really didn't want to go. And I provided her with a few strategies of how to help her get to the gym. Same topic, different viewpoint. You're showing your audience that you are the guide. You are reaching your hand down, having nailed all this shit yourself and helping them up. You are reaching your hand down and helping them up. That is how your Instagram should be. So please listen to this because this is rife. This is a huge problem. You think, why are people not interested in working with me? You're positioning yourself as the hero. All of the problems that you're talking about are from the I perspective, from the you being the hero of the story. We need to shift it. You can talk about the same things, but you need to shift it as if your client is the hero. So it's one of the easiest ways for me to explain it. Keep thinking about Katniss and Hamish. Keep thinking about their perspectives and how can you speak as if you're a Hamish? How can you show content, provide content from the Hamish perspective, not the Katniss perspective? It's the easiest way to explain this. All right. And if you start to notice, shit, I'm still struggling with a whole lot of things. My clients, I haven't I haven't been actually successfully able to implement these things. That's where you need to clean it up. That's where you need to clean it up. And you may have to shift your niche to specific areas that you're super confident in. It's going to translate. It's going to translate online. Okay. So then what do we do? How can we take some micro steps to create the evidence that um, you can do these things? You need to do that for yourself. And then you can you know, change your niche back to what you were thinking about it. Or again, it could just be that slight change of language and you're thinking far too much about you, you, you all the time. And we just need that intention change. Be the guide, don't be the hero. Be the guide, don't be the hero, okay? So to wrap this up, let's talk about the three things you can apply right now to level up your content. The first one is to take a a second to think about what mediums have a longer lifespan so they're going to work for you whilst you sleep so you can duplicate yourself all over the internet to show people that you are they can get to know you like you and trust you that you have results specifically the problems that you help people with and that's just going to be on replay everywhere and it's going to be have a long life lifespan Number two, no holds barred descriptions of your ideal client's problems and how they present in real life situations or in their head, the thought patterns they have. Okay, so when they see your stuff, they're saying, shit, it's like she's inside my head. It's like she knows exactly what I'm thinking. Okay, so that's number two. And number three is embodied documentation because it's going to save you energy. It's going to be more fun too. When you just documenting your daily life, because you're the embodiment of the person your client wants to be, it's ridiculously attractive. It's the most attractive thing ever. You don't have to think of anything. You don't have to put on a mask. You don't have to put on a persona. You're just sharing as Hamish, as the guide, as the person who you've got them. They can trust you. Your Katniss can trust you implicitly because you've been there. You've done that. And you're helping other people be the hero. Okay, so I hope this really, really helped. The teaser that you might have been waiting for. If lead generation is something that you're specifically struggling with and now you're going to start applying these things, it's going to help. But there are more pieces to this puzzle. Okay, there are a lot more pieces. There are specifically specific strategies that we can start implementing as well to get these duplications of you moving. And 
and specific strategies that work with different personality types and how do we actually track this and interpret tracking the data. There's something coming for you very, very soon. It's going to be free as well. It's going to be free. That's going to specifically help you on this topic of lead generation, of getting more leads in, making more money within within days, within days and weeks, we're going to be able to implement these things and get you feeling so much more confident with your lead generation. So for those of you who are wanting to transition to full-time, you can do that online. You can do that. Or those of you who are just wanting to build it up and free up some more time by going online, you can do that as well. So where do you need to pay attention to to see the announcement? So this is coming out on, I think it's Saturday, the 3rd of December. On the 5th, on my Amy Louise mentoring, you're going to start to see details of what it is and where you're going to be able to find this, okay? So if lead generation is something you're struggling with, Monday, I believe is the 5th of December, pay attention to my Amy Louise mentoring Instagram page because you're going to see some announcement relevant to something very exciting and free that I've got coming for you. So that is the end of the episode. Please start applying them straight away. Please shoot me through a DM with what hit home, what you're going to start applying, maybe even the holes that you could see for yourself, what they are. And then once you start getting leads in, please tell me, please drop into my DMs and let me know. I'm super, super excited for you guys. All right, that is it from me. As always, if you want any help with this specifically, any one-on-one help, I have my private mentoring currently open. So DM me and you can get some more details about how to work with me in private. If you have any questions, again, like I said, resonate. My DMs are always open at Amy, A-I-M-E-E, Louise, mentoring, all one word on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Till next time, peace out.